Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Monday in the week begins with a speaker... In a straight jacket. And that's a good thing. I was thinking more along the lines of handcuffs and orange jumpsuit, but we'll take that. Yeah, well, if we, can, if we can't get that, if that's not possible, um, then we'll go with the straight jacket on the speaker. This, um, look, th- this isn't like perfection. Nothing is ever going to be. It's just simply not no, going to happen. No, it's not going to happen, though. Right? Not in politics. Nope. But well, this, not on this earth at this time. Yeah, no, no, not on this. Nothing a man is involved in is going to be like that. Um, but but look, here's the thing. Uh, th- this is the most significant um, like victory that, that we have had against the looters in a long time. I began telling you, look, we, we are at the point now where the Uniparty and, and, you know, led by the Democrats, but the Uniparty is openly looting the treasury. And, and I started saying that um, in February of 2021, that this is what they do after a coup and they loot the treasury. It used to be they'd smash the windows, go take the money uh, you know, from the shop owners, um, but now the money is in the treasury um, and they're looting. And, and what's left is not even just money, it's IOUs, basically. It's, it's a credit line. Uh, and the position of the lobbyist has become... Hey, uh, y'all have a printing press. Let's print until the thing starts smoking and blows up. And that is the new expectation in Washington, that we will print until the thing starts smoking and blows up. So the whole purpose, the whole drive behind these 20 um, you know, folks that held out for 15 votes, God bless them, or 14 of the 15 votes anyway, was to say, we need a way to get a straight jacket on a speaker. We need a way to rein in the spending before it destroys the country. And I think the most significant, one of the most significant things that that they got, Lee, and there's there's so many great things in this list, unless Nancy Mace decides to fully insert knife in back. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, she's like, I don't know if I can stop printing now. We'd like to do the end stage stuff, really. Um, that's really what she's saying. This is all about the printing. That's what this is about. Ralph Norman, uh, Congressman from the Upstate, brilliantly explained this to anybody who would in, who would listen. But it allows one member of the House to call for a vote to oust the Speaker. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what Miss Mace has a problem with with this. If the Speaker uh, does not have the support, vote on it. 
what's your problem with that? Well, we don't support him, but we have to leave him there. Huh? What are you talking about? And why do you need that vote? You need that. That vote is a straitjacket to ensure that the rest of the treatment gets done to the patient. And the patient is the taxpayer of the United States of America. And just folks, I mean, when you're at the point, I mean, the the poll that that just knocked my socks off going into Christmas was this poll of parents. 25% of American parents reported not being able to afford all of the food they need for the family. So this is not the video games. This is not a new TV. This is the food, okay? So I don't know what part of that Miss Mace doesn't get. She's like, oh, I'm from a purple district. Oh, do they need food there, honey? They need food there. Okay, well, we need a straight jacket. Purple, you know, purple people, red people, blue people. We all agree we need food. We, we need that. We need to be able to afford that. And if y'all keep printing the money, we're not going to afford it. Um, and so it's, you know, it's not a matter of that. So that's what this is. This is, this is saying, listen, if McCarthy doesn't do the rest of the stuff, then we'll remove him. I, I think that's fair. If, if he is not even popular with his own caucus, then he needs to go. Um, and, you know, one of the things that, that they said uh, that they're going to do is, get this, I know this is radical to Nancy Mace, okay? We're going to read the bills. We're going to have 72 hours to read the bills. Why is that? Um, because if there's pork in there, if there are bad things in there, we can know before we vote. These are not radical things, Lee. No, not at all. And it's, once again, as I've mentioned before, that element about reading the bills, we've heard that promise from speaker after speaker after speaker. For well, this some would time. become the rules, though, not yeah. just a promise. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And, and yeah. plus, now, to me, I still think that one of the big things, too, is in addition to what you're talking about, is the. Uh, Freedom Caucus members who now have uh, seats on the Rules Committee, which that's where the power uh, really lies. And understand what we're talking about. We're not talking about going to some radical new regime. No. We're talking about restoring the what's called regular order. It was yeah. the way Congress did business from the 1800s um, until the Barack Obama administration. They had to get rid of it all to ram tarp through. And that is the that was the beginning yeah. of the break, the breaking of the dollar, the breaking of the back of the U.S. taxpayer. They just want to go back to normal, and Nancy Mace thinks that's radical. Um, here's here, and here's one of the things that's going would trigger that vote to oust the speaker. I know this sounds radical. Okay, cap discretionary spending at 2022 levels. Cap it. We are 31.5 trillion dollars in debt. We just had a budget of 1.7 trillion passed that'll fund the government through September. We're going to print a trillion of that. Okay, so this isn't about are you a fiscal conservative, are you a fiscal liberal, are you on a small government or big government? We we conservatives lost that argument a long time ago. Okay, like that is over. Where we are now is, are we going to print, you know, 60 percent of our budget? Is it going to be 75? Is it going to be 80? Will the country default on the debt and go broke in five years or 10? That's where we are. Um, cause let me tell you what, when we default on the debt and go broke, those welfare checks, everyone likes, they don't go out anymore. I just wish we'd, instead of it being, uh, setting at the level of 2022 funding, I wish it had been set at the level of 2012 funding. Well, I mean, let, let's look at the 2022 <laughs> I mean, funding. Okay. We are trillions print- over budget. We are printing more than half the budget. Yeah. Like what part of that math Nancy doesn't understand? And, you know, it could be possible Nancy doesn't understand because Nancy doesn't read the bills. I mean, clearly Um, nobody does because we don't have the time to read them. I mean, this is not right wing, left wing. It's not this. I'm telling you, if you ran this by the average pick some pick somebody off the street voter, right, left, 
middle. They'd be like, oh, that's what this is about? Yeah, that's it. This isn't radical conservatives. This isn't even conservative. This is going back to the way Democrats and Republicans have agreed to run the country since the 1800s. Um, you know, all those years we didn't go broke as a country, those years. Yeah. Um, move 12 appropriations bills individually. This is another part of, hey, we're going to read them and vote on the actual stuff that we need. Um, here's another one. Debt ceiling hike paired with spending cuts. We are $31 trillion in debt. We owe an economy and a half. If we took, I explained this to my daughter the other day. My kids are just, they just like to watch videos on certain channels. So they've been hearing about this debt that they have to pay. Not even for me. I mean, just like they heard about it on a, on a Shapiro video. And so the, the three of them start Googling the debt clock. My sis, my uh, oh, my daughter sent it to me in absolute shock at yeah. the numbers. Like she's she's 14, right? She's like, she, she's like, we owe that? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it just went up $22 million while I've been at sports practice. I'm like, I know. And it was $220 million. Yeah. Um, while I was at sports practice. And she was telling me, there's only so many people in the country. I'm like, I, I know. I mean, it is astronomical. Zimbabwe only wishes they could do this. So, I mean, so to a new mind who's never seen this, she's not really political, you know? She's just like, wow. Like, what, 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 where, what, where does Nancy Mace get off going, well, I don't know if I can agree to this. Well, what are you for, honey? Um, so, again, we're, we're just talking about spending cuts. Um, hold votes on key conservative bills. Okay. Here's another one. McCarthy's PACs stay out of safe Republican district primaries. Okay. We're going to win that seat. You don't need to be making sure that there isn't a conservative or quite frankly, a normal American who lives there because what they, you know, or who runs there, what they're doing is going to get these people who are willing to run the printing press. I mean, Lee, this is what we're up against. Okay. And I just, I just, I just, don't you guys, well, the, the only concern that you have though, is that these are simply things that the house is going to do. We don't have the Senate. We don't have the white house. Yeah. But But this is a step forward. Yeah, we know it is, but it doesn't matter because the Senate can't do it without the House. Right. So, I mean, you know, they just ran through that omnibus because the Democrats still control the House. That isn't the case anymore. So I don't, I don't give a flying rip what the Senate thinks because they're powerless without the House. It'll grind stuff down. Um, so, I, you know, that's good. So let's hope they get this stuff because if they don't get this stuff, Miss Mace isn't going to be able to buy food. <laughs> Her clothes for her children, um, because our dollar's going to be worthless. That's that's where it is. this is not conservative versus liberal. This is, are we going to be Zimbabwe, Venezuela, or some remnant of the United States of America? Because he, here's the deal: it, it, it by in ten years, the debt alone, the debt payment alone, will be one point nine trillion a year. How much was the omnibus through September? It was one point seven trillion. See the problem there? So, I mean, these numbers, you can't make them work. And people say, well, the interest rates will come down. Not if they keep printing. So we are we are in one heck of a conundrum. And this is about getting Congress to believe that, to recognize it when the cool kids um, are all just saying, hey, the cool thing is to just not talk about it. So there we are.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So the entire point of all those new rules, as Ralph Norman, God bless him, tried so hard to explain. But I mean, with Nancy Mace, I guess you have to speak slowly. She ain't the brightest. Uh, Clearly not. Or she's just so fundamentally corrupt that she just wants to keep printing money. I I don't know which it is. The, The whole point of what happened here with these rules is that we're going broke. And we need a way to return to what's called regular order to counter that. Here's Ralph Norman trying to explain why they did this. He's a congressman from our area. I don't know how anybody, if you call yourself a moderate, that's just saying I'm willing to uh, to bankrupt the country, you know, longer than what we, the Democrats are doing. But we got a short, we got a short runway. And that we're going to hold him accountable. And uh, if it's not him, it's going to be somebody that, that recognizes the, the financial problems that this country has today. Hopefully, we'll see what, how that comes out. But again, we're not going anywhere. Again, our votes are solid. You notice. Okay, and so that was before. Answers. They got the best that they could. They really did. 
And where we are right now, okay, we just had, we, we just had to pay $400 billion in interest on the debt. That was $400 billion out of the $1.7 trillion, okay? In five years, we're going to owe a trillion in, in debt, debt payments. In 10, it'll be $1.9 trillion. The entire omnibus, which covers the government operations through September, was only $1.7 trillion. These are shocking numbers. I mean, I explained this to my 14-year-old yesterday as we were coming back uh, from out of town. And she just, her, mom, her eyes got huge. Because she can get it. She's 14. Yeah, it's hard for Nancy Mace to understand. I get it. She ain't the brightest. But my 14-year-old got it. And was able to come home, go in, and explain it to my 13-year-old. This is what this was about, to go back to the regular rules of order that they threw out so they could print $780 billion in TARP. And then uh, Paul Ryan on the Republican side, when he was Speaker, uh, got rid of the rest of them. This is about returning to regular rules of order. Not only is it a start, they're getting a front row seat to what goes on in Congress. They're getting a front row seat how... Uh, how involved they need to be. They need to know where the tax dollars are going. They need to know what is the plan to get this country back on financial solvency. That's what they will see. And uh, if we had not done this, would we have ever seen it? No. It would have been, a, 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 you know, basically business as usual and more debt. And, uh, and, and that's what the, the good part about this. And to be honest with you, Steve, if this takes longer and longer, uh, that's fine. Uh, the good news is we're not spending the time. So, I mean, Norman is now doing interviews to explain. We are going broke. This is the reality. It's not a Republican reality. It's not a Democrat reality. This is, a, this is the reality we are in. But we, we, we can still chew. We still have time to choose not to have that happen. Let me just read you this headline real quick. U.S. faces increased stagflation threat in 2023 after wave of government spending. So Fox Business. We're going to get into that later on in the show. Um, this is this stagflation, y'all. That's not normal. It's not normal. Stagflation was in the 1970s. That time period is still legendary. These people want to go, well, that's normal stagflation, inflation. We live with inflation at 7%. Folks, inflation is a rate. It is the rate at which prices are going up. It's not a price. Well, inflation's coming down, so my prices are coming. No, that means, we're gonna, you know, it's coming down to, all right, let's say 6% inflation. Cool. Price is going to go up eh, about four times faster than normal. And we got Democrat senators over the weekend saying, see, inflation's coming down. It's great. We can print again. Uh, well, yeah, it's not going, the prices aren't going up at five or six times the normal rate. And that's just four. That doesn't mean we can print again. This is the level of absolute financial illiteracy in this country, and it's killing us. Scott in Spartanburg, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey. Um, I, was, I was telling the fellow earlier that I saw something on Reddit the other day about how long it takes for one million seconds to go by, which is about 11 and a half days. It takes 31,709 years for one trillion seconds to go by. So take that and turn it into money. Throwing a dollar a day at our debt, how long it would take to pay it off. And, you know, it's funny that you say this, guys. My daughter asked me that in the car on the way home. She said, can we, can we pay it off? I said, no, we can't pay it off. What they're betting Right. Because what you just said illustrates it, Scott, what they're betting is that, well, you know what, we'll just go on paying the interest payment on that one low monthly payment and an interest pay. We'll just keep running up. We never intend to pay it off. That's where they are. It's almost 32 years just at a a dollar a second 
to pay up, to come up with one billion dollars. Yeah, I, I, it's you know people need to see this for what it is. It's, it, it, they're putting us in an impossible position, but they're putting our grandchildren, our great grandchildren, in an impossible position. Is what they're doing. They're so setting us you. up, and and thank you, Scott, very much for your phone call. Thank you for listening to the show. They're setting us up for absolute failure. Do you have cool kids in your high school? Things that, you know, the cool kids said, words, turns of phrases. Awesome dude was my generation. Right? And things you wouldn't say. In Washington, it's like that. It's like high school. And the cool kids do not speak of stagflation. The cool kids do not speak of inflation. They do not. Or you're not going to be welcome at the right parties. It's the way that it is. It's juvenile. It's infantile. That's, you know, Nancy Macy's the cool kid. We do not speak of it. We just print. And this is because the, you know, it has become expected among the lobbyist class that raises money for you. You don't have to do a thing. You can sit back and enjoy your fame and time in Congress. Um, but you got to let them write the bills. And they have decided that we are going to run that printing press until it breaks. It's fun to be a cool kid. You get to meet all the right people, hang out at all the right parties. If you're not a cool kid, you don't even get invited. They won't raise the money for you. Being a cool kid is fun. It will also bankrupt Nancy Mace's two children. I just She tells us all the time about how much she's, you know, what a great mom she is. I, I cannot believe she could look in the face of her child and do this. Live and on rumble.com. Go to my channel, Tara Servatius, all one word. Um, love the community that is developing there on the sides of folks commenting on the show. Um, just a lot of fun doing that. Uh, okay. So where to begin? The uh, folks over the weekend, I, I was on all over this on Friday. Folks over the weekend just going absolutely nuts online over the situation um, with this roommate, DM in Idaho. And and look, understandably so. And this is just this is just insanity. What is as as everybody is attempting to understand or just, you know, comprehend, okay. So you 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 heard what you thought was your roommate playing with her dog at 4 a.m. Then you heard her cry out. You heard her cry. Uh, and you opened your door a second time. And you looked around. You didn't see anything. And then you heard something in the hall. So you opened the door. And, and you saw a guy in a ski mask. Dressed all in black. Okay, that... That would be terrifying. You saw that. So uh, he walks by you. He goes out the glass door. Now, we know your roommate cried out so loud that that cry was caught outside the house. It was actually recorded on video camera on surrounding homes, like surveillance cameras that people have. So this wasn't a muffled, you know, a small muffled cry. This was something that could be heard outside the house. All right. So you've got that. Um, and so, you know, you, you have the initial reaction. She tells law enforcement later 
of what she calls frozen shock phase. Totally get that. I'd be terrified and shocked too. So she, she locks herself in a room, this roommate. I get that. Makes sense. Scary. It's the nobody calls the cops for eight hours part. Everybody's having trouble understanding. And look, this roommate um, online has been absolutely taken to the cleaner. I mean, just savaged. Everybody wants to know this person's name. I want to get a look at her, see if she got those crazy eyes. I do too. Now look, maybe there's some explanation, right? Everybody's trying to figure out what it could be. And in terms of, is there something out there logical? Like, is there a logical, okay, I get that explanation. Is is that a thing? Is there a logical explanation? Nobody can figure it out. I've racked my mind to figure it out. So um, they brought in all kinds of people. This is a former FBI agent Jennifer Coffin Differ attempting to explain this on Fox News. Are you buying this? Or are you rolling your eyes as hard as I am listening to this? What are your thoughts on the fact that the roommate waited eight hours after she uh, saw this alleged killer? Well, I think she was completely frozen in fear, and that is judging from the affidavit where that is exclaimed. And I can tell you from somebody who has uh, faced myself, uh, you know, the worry of being killed, uh, that you do freeze. That is a normal response to either freeze or, or flee. And so she had a normal response to this, the trauma, the stress of seeing this masked man in her home at four in the morning. She secreted herself in her bedroom after that, according to the affidavit. And I would believe she perhaps passed out or otherwise uh, became unconscious as a result of this trauma and stress. For eight hours? I don't I mean, Help me here. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm confused. Did, did eight hours? Okay, so this FBI agent saying, you know, FBI agents say, well, you know, I yeah, I've been afraid for my life before you go through that frozen phase of terror. Totally, I totally get that. I would have done the same thing for eight minutes. But then at some point, basic human decency should take over, wouldn't you think? Like, hey, should I check on my roommates? Or maybe, you know, I'm afraid to leave my room. Should I call 911 to check on my rooms? Hey, how about I open my window and ask my neighbor? To call 911. That could be a thing, right? I don't, I'm I'm lost. So at former FBI agent Jennifer Coffin-Differ and Ashley Strohmeyer attempt on Fox News to explain this. And they're beating up, oh, people online should be nice to her. She's a victim. You agree with that or is she getting everything she deserved? They're going to find out who this is, this DM. I don't think she her name remains a secret past Friday. They're going to find her. The internet mob is going to find her. Does she deserve 
what she gets in terms of the criticism online or should everybody just leave her alone? She's a victim too. This roommate's testimony is going to be very important in this trial. What happens if so many people online start muddying up this water and she just says, I, I cannot testify? What happens then? Well, I'm hopeful that uh, she has a victim advocate that is working with her from the FBI, and I'm hoping she's shielded from some of this social media. As you may have seen, it's actually relentless against her, termed DM in the affidavit. And it's really sad because she's not a villain. She's a victim in this situation. Right. I mean, I... Honestly, I think I would do the same thing. If you're frozen in your tracks, you just go to your room, you shut the door, and you don't really know what to do. And nobody was there. No one can say how she was feeling. But All right, you know what I'm going to say? That's two dinglings on the television. I am absolutely shocked that the FBI hired an individual like this, who, by the way, doesn't, can't even read the affidavit. She secreted herself in the, ba- in the bedroom. No, she secreted herself in the ba- bedroom, honey can't even pronounce basic English oh my god we are this is a country um but but yeah no I just I'm listening to them I'm like huh all right wait let's take this to the logical extreme you're coming out of a fast food place you've just gotten something to eat somebody pops up in the parking lot shoots another customer in the head right there in the parking lot are you terrified I'm I'm like totally terrified right I'm scared to death I'm probably frozen still I get that part I dive for my car, right? I'm afraid. I drive away as fast as I can, maybe. Okay, cool. What would you think about me? What should I think about you? If I then just didn't call police. Left the guy to die, bleed out in the parking lot. What we don't know right now, this is why people online are so mad. Could some of these kids have been saved? Now, some folks said, nah, it's a lot of stab wounds. There was an almost identical attack to this in Washington State a young married couple were attacked. They've never solved this over a year long, uh, long, uh, old in Washington State. He was killed. She was stabbed 19 times and lived. So, I mean, is this what we are to expect is now normal in America? You saw somebody shot, stabbed, whatever. You were scared for a minute, and then you just didn't call police. You didn't help. That's, that's normal. And you can't blame them because, you know, they were scared. Is that going to be the new standard? Because that is what these two, Ashley Stromeyer and this FBI dingling, are asking everybody to think. Or am I just off base here, man? I am just being mean and I don't get it and I haven't been a victim like this. Uh, wait, I, 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 don't know, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to know what you think. Uh, text me on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Text writes, the only thing she may be considered as a victim of home, of home invasion, the real victims were mutilated. See, that's what I think. Text writes, hey, Tara, it's 2023. This young person didn't have an app to tell her to call 911. It's obvious. See, this is what I'm thinking. Is this part of a Gen Z thing? Just literally cannot function. Texture's weighing in on 
whether they believe that this roommate has a logical explain. Oh, there it is. They've got her name. Okay, Dylan Mortensen. UK Daily Mail, New York Post. Dylan Mortensen. Getting absolutely ripped up on the internet for seeing the Idaho killer walk down the hall dressed all in black with a ski mask on after hearing her roommate cry out. So I'm exit through a glass door and did nothing. She was understandably frightened at first. I totally get her locking in her, herself in her room. I mean, I'd be terrified too. I'd probably do the same thing. It's the eight hours after that that's kind of hard to explain. Just had that dingling FBI agent try to explain. She didn't do a very good job. Oh, I would be afraid too. I Nobody could. That's a normal reaction, she says. Wow. I hate it for victims the country over if that's the new normal reaction. Yeah, I saw that guy stabbed to death in the McDonald's parking lot and I was scared so I didn't call 911 for eight hours. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. Uh, well, actually, no. But the remarkable thing about this, okay, they were so scared. Okay, then, then, then do the other part. How the first phone calls that went out from the home after, you know, from the rental home after the murders in Idaho were not to 911. They were to friends. Hey, come over, check out the murder scene. Do that one. Explain that one. Tell me how that's normal. Is this what people are going to start doing? Yeah, that guy got stabbed at the side. Um, and I was able to get a cool video, and I was too busy uploading it to my YouTube channel to uh, go ahead and call 911. Plus, they would have messed up my scene anyway. I was getting so many hits and clicks. I mean, what, what the heck? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 